Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Are on overtime, Chris. We didn't get to talk about your book on the show. It's a great book. Thank I've, you. Uh, I, I, so here's a question about it. What contributes to the racial disparity in policing in this country? That's a nice. <laughs> you buy the fucking book. It's actually that, that's the, that's the topic of the book. Well, but you might want to summarize it. And uh, one, one thing I would say is I this. hope people uh, read it. Uh, the the, the when we, we we tend to focus on police misconduct or police shootings, and one of the, the points of the book is that. That is a small fraction of an inordinate amount of interactions. Right. And in the past 20 or 30 years particularly, we have changed the goal of policing from essentially solving crimes to sort of preserving order, right? The whole broken windows revolution that happens starting in the 1980s is that police job is to prevent crime from ever happening, right? As opposed to solving crimes when they do happen. And what that means is... unbelievable amount of police citizen interactions in particularly neighborhoods of color and poor neighborhoods and a huge amount of those end up in the sorts of situations we see recorded on videotape at the same time that that's been happening we've seen homicide clearance rates in this country decline even as homicides have gone down so we have gotten out of whack in what we think of policing should be doing Mm -hmm. and it's it's sort of at the core i think of of where we've gone wrong Interesting. Max, do you expect Trump to make good on his promise to take better care of our nation's military veterans, as the author of World War Z? We want to know that answer. I expect him to throw an incredible amount of money at it, as he does everything. Will that money be managed well, or will it go into new weapons procurements that we don't need? Uh, Probably the latter. Right. Uh, I don't expect him to take care of anybody except him. Right. Uh, Louise, will Britain come to regret Brexit? Nope. Next question. Uh, no, we won't. Um, I, it, it, it's you're, weird to you're be on for the, Brexit. I, I, I'm massively for Brexit, and yeah. Well, that's interesting. Is that yeah. Wait a second. Yay, I'm for Brexit. Yeah, I am for Brexit. Just Wait, but doesn't that make you a Putin lackey? I'm not, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I was like, it is actually possible to have a Venn diagram where what I What are you, like, an Islamophobe? Bre- <laughs> Brexit, no. Oh, no. I work with Muslims for Britain who were some of the biggest supporters of Brexit because before Brexit, white Europeans, you know, somebody from Belgium was privileged, had the right to come and live in Britain, whereas people that were our citizens who have got relatives in Pakistan ha- couldn't bring them over because the Europeans got priority. So it's not Nigel Farage and Donald Trump. And, you know, maybe Putin likes dogs. I like dogs. You know, there could possibly you know, be an overlap, maybe. 
I don't but know. I am for well, Brexit. I'm not British. He does like dogs. Or European, but... I, I not, no one's all bad. I understand Brexit. I do. I mean, I understand why totally. somebody yes. in Britain would go, you know, what Greece is always in trouble yep. and needing bailing. Why is that my problem? It's always the same. Somebody asked me this. Said, is it always the same countries that need the ballot? I was like, yeah, kind of. You know, Spain, Portugal, Italy. The, the sunny places where people are fucking from one to yeah, four in the afternoon. <laughs> Of course their GDP is lower. They're sleeping and fucking in the day. I, I mean, it's it a only, reasonable trade-off. Phil, it really was only partly the money. I mean, just it's portrayed as really racist, but if the President of the United States, in this case it might be a good thing given who is President, had to go to uh, the Prime Minister of Canada for permission every time he wanted to do something and also get the President of Mexico to sign off as well. That's called And he NASA. couldn't do his own thing. Uh, yeah, but if he had to get it permission to do laws, then we just basically felt we should be able to govern ourselves. You know, we're big boys and girls. And if Europe would like to join into the United States of Europe, then God bless. But so we don't want to. The, you we were always against that? No, British no. Trump. I just feel like there are there are reasonable sovereignty issues that go to questions of Brexit and also questions of some of these free trade agreements. Where at the end of the day, America should be able to do what America what's in America's interest, and they don't have to sign over their sovereignty to other entities. And that's the who's big America? <laughs> Our America. There's 300 yeah. million well, of us where, all where, trying to get along. No, that's not true. In the end, it's one conservatism. Free trade really? is a cornerstone of conservatism. Yeah. When did free trade become bad for conservatives? I'm a conservative. I'm right. I, I don't think it is bad. It be, it, I'll we tell you when it became trade. bad, when Trump won the election. Right. Yeah, right. That's oh. suddenly... They did, they did a big 180 on that because it's all about winning. I same, think thing, same thing with Russia. I'm you know, it's like, it's okay as long as they help us win. Right. That's, exactly. That, to me, is what Shocked. I get from their view about Russia. I, I think the Brexit question was this basic question of should the UK be able to determine... Who comes into their country? You know, if you come into one part of the EU, doesn't mean you should be able to go anywhere you want. I think there are basic rules and regulations that a country should set. And I think when it comes to these trade agreements, I actually don't think these trade agreements are very free. I just think they're oh, contracts. They're very look. They're protectionist. They, they they discriminated against poor third world Caribbean sugar producers, for example, at the expense of rich French that's farmers. That's not free trade. And that's not free trade. That's protectionist. But she brings up a good point about Muslims, because there was a large section of England that did not want Muslim refugees coming in via Europe. The cruel joke on those bigots is that those jobs still need to be filled, and they're going to get filled by Commonwealth countries who are brown and Muslim. So congratulations. No more Polish Catholics are coming in. This guy... You know what? The thing is, This guy who did the terrorist... This guy who did the terrorist attack... Yes. You live. Yeah, he, he can. Okay, he's from Birmingham, which is yes. which is heavily Muslim, and and some of the schools there were actually teaching a form of Sharia law. Right. This is a fact. I'm not making this up. There have also been many acid thrown in the face attacks. Okay, my <laughs> let me ask this. I've asked this question before. If, if a European country sometime in the future became 51 percent Muslim. Would it be the same country? Would it have the same values, the same laws? Would okay. laws change? Would you, you think? ask that question about Jews? Be, I will. Would but you it, ask w- that question about Catholics? I, I will ask that question, and the answer is it wouldn't change because they're already the fucking majority. But not Muslims are not. If you, you you're telling me that if a European country became 51 percent Muslim, it would basically be the same country you grew up in. The problem would not be not. Islam. It would be homo- it would be homogeneity. That you'd be homogenous. But it, you're no, talking about sure thing where every single everybody is one faith but, group. Britain but I'm is talking diverse. about our fundamental principles like equality of women. Right. separation of, of religion and state, respect for minorities, rule of law, 
Right. As opposed to religious rule. Do you know about the uh, Westboro Baptist Church? There are a whole bunch of fundamentalists. Again, this stop, false stop. equivalency. It's, it's not a false Matt, please. The, I'm going to hurt your like reputation by helping you. Baptist I Church. Sure. Yeah, the same. I'm, I'm from Kansas. I'm from Kansas. I know what that is. Oh my look, God. we have to call things as they are. And Thank look, you. there are a lot of moderate Muslims who what? know yes, that Islam is in a fight for the idea that you can have. A, a, you can have a, a civilization where you have religious pluralism. Absolutely. They themselves, th those Muslims don't believe so, in that religious pluralism. So, Matt, pluralism. will you tell me this? Will you those tell me this? Extremists. Can you explain to me the structure of the, the government of Indonesia? I can't. Okay. <laughs> do you know that Indonesia is the largest Muslim country in the world? I've yes, read that. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. and right. But then, so if you're telling me you don't know anything about the way that the largest Muslim country in the world operates, oh, I do. I, I could give you statistics anything. about right. Indonesia. So, I could tell you that in Indonesia, so, if you want to be a woman policeman or a woman uh, military person, you have to undergo the two-finger test, where they tell if you're a virgin. Right, but that's Indonesia's problem. It's yep. not Britain's well, that, problem. Well, that answers it's because my, we don't it's have my point a religious state. That we're not completely crazy. That assimilation well, is an issue. Well, there are different types of Islam. Let me extend that. Extend that argument. Wait, can I extend? I'm sick. I got to go take care of my cold. Thank you very much, everybody. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.